This week, tomorrow. And Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So the next, yeah, I'll be in New York. Jacqueline and I leave 6 a.m. tomorrow. Jacqueline's going Friday. with you. Yep, me and Duck. That's fun. This is the Blackout Diaries. <clears throat> yeah, this is. A, yeah, we have some meetings there, and then my brother just moved to Tribeca, and he has a son that's only two years younger than Duck, and um, my family. He and I are like the only two that don't live in rural Ohio anymore, and I don't think I don't know how often they're going to visit him. You know, so like oh, we're right. we're sort of the city boys of the family. Do you so someone in the back? No. It'll be fun. Gavin's out there. Okay. Gavin's coming back. Um, that will be fun. Yeah. So it's a little family time and a little little business time. Yep. Good you deal. Know. Can you write it off? Write it off comedy wise. You can write anything off. I mean, the, the key is to make an income that actually exceeds the costs, you know, but yeah, <laughs> it's all writable. <laughs> it's not happening? Yeah. Uh, I think on. actually the last few years, my, the last few years, my, my income has exceeded. In fact, it's exceeded it enough now where even if I hated comedy, I probably couldn't quit because <laughs> we're dependent on that, that yep. little bump over the, yep. you know, um, Makes sense. Eventually, I'll have to get serious about taxes. Because, like, one thing I do that if I made more money is probably not documented enough is, like, when I do the Blackout Diaries, the venue mm-hmm. just pays me. Right. And then I just pay the other performers. But, like, on W-2s, it looks like you're I'm getting more money, you yep. know. So my accountant has always said, like, well, since the money is low enough, mm-hmm. you can kind of informally just say... That you had labor costs, and but he's like, you know, eventually if you start making more money, you're gonna have to I-9 each of these people yep. or have the venue pay, you know, and blah blah blah. Yep. I'm luckily not there. I don't know. There's a certain benefit of only being so good <laughs> or, or, or making so much money because you don't have to worry. They're good problems. I think to you have, should though. keep every used drink ticket for tax purposes. <laughs> we use just about every drink ticket. I totally believe that. Yeah, don't walk home with too many <laughs> drink tickets. I actually, back when I was drinking hard, so most bars, if you ever want a, a trick for free drinking, is if you feel you, you have the look and sort of gravitas to get away with saying you're performing tonight, is nine out of ten bars, if you go to Staples, they have these raffle tickets. That's what nine out of ten bars oh. use for their drink tickets. Like nine out of ten. And you just and I used to do this. I used to go to Staples and I would buy <laughs> those raffle tickets because they would only give you like two drink tickets. I'm like, well, this is bullshit. You know, I mean, 200 people came to see this show. I should get more than two free drinks. <laughs> so I would just like cut off as many as I would. I would keep it in my briefcase. This just huge roll. <laughs> yeah, because they and they never look at the numbers. Like they don't. Who like, gave it's, it's you not, 20 drink tickets? They would sometimes <laughs> ask how I got so many, and I would always have an excuse. You know, I was like, oh, last time I was here, like. Dan forgot to give me, you know, I don't always have some, yeah, yeah. some excuse, yeah. you know. Or yeah, sometimes I would act like it's a mistake. Like, oh, man, maybe I have some from my old, I don't know, I'm sorry, last time I was here. So we, so we really shouldn't, nobody should yeah, yeah, have heard this door. part, right? Oh. Door. That's all yeah. off the record. Oh, I don't care. Nobody's you can broadcast that if you want. Maybe maybe it'll help somebody out there get a, get a free, drink? free drink. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh... Not sure that's why. So we've had a full um, we've had a full week uh, here at, at the Worldwide IT guys. Um, we can kick this off. We are kicking off podcast number ninety nine of wow. the Worldwide IT guys. Believe it or not, I'm Steve. 
I'm Dan. Ross. John. Sean. Gavin. And we are the Worldwide IT Guys. Uh, Dion's off this week. We we had Sean off last week. I was off a couple weeks ago. It's summer. Summer time. Sure. We're all doing our thing the way we do our thing. Um, so it's good to have this group. <laughs> Happy to have us. And... and I don't know. There's stuff in the news this week. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. What's going on? But apparently, um, we're supposed to have a, a bit of a serious, somber moment because that's what we all do right now, right? So Charlottesville, Virginia had an event this past week where um, who knew there are these neo-Nazis in America today and. Um, there was some havoc raised, and people died. Well, a person died. There, there were no others, right? Well, I mean, two uh, officers, two helicopter oh, yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, so Police. there were three deaths yeah. related, um, but one due to the directly to the terrorism of others um, on the neo-Nazi side of the equation, white supremacy side of the equation. Um, horrible stuff. Absolutely horrible stuff. And, you know, as probably the senior person or one of the senior people in this group, you, you knew this was in our history. And just to see it kind of crop back up, it, it's disheartening and um, depressing and, and sad that this is where we are. Um, so, fine. It's okay because we have... A president who's going to calm the storm <laughs> and get everybody back on the same page, right? Yep. We're in exactly the right hands. <laughs> exactly the right small hands you need to solve a problem this big. Um, no, that didn't quite work out either, did yeah. it? Uh, um, we have our top men working on it. Where have I heard that before? Yeah. <sighs> So that didn't that didn't perk us up. What, what's well, there's a perk great, us up? There's a great. Well, he really did mainstream a, a lot of it. I feel and there's a great. I think it's an Atlantic article from last year where the guy who what's that really racist website? Is it Daily Stormer or Stromer mm-hmm. or something? Daily like, Storm. Fox yes. News. Thank you. Fox, <laughs> yeah. Fox and Friends. Fox and Friends. I will. It, uh, not to go on too much of a tangent, but have you ever watched Fox? Have you ever just like. You know what? Like, I'm just going to let that play in the background while I get ready for work. It is scary (laughs) because they're basically white supremacists, but they use all the tropes of a morning show (laughs) where they're just, like, sipping coffee and all tripping. They're like, well, I just don't understand why we would ever date... You know, outside our own race. You know, here's Bill with the weather. You know, and they just drop shit like that, and you're like, what? You know, it's so weird. But the guy who founded the Daily Storm sent his son to like a super liberal arts college. I can't remember which really? which one. Um huh. and he wanted him to sort of like for lack of a better word, infiltrate it and see how the opposition grooms its ideology. <laughs> and this kid was very he had his own radio show in the neo Nazi community as he attended and he would do updates like from inside the like the liberal hornet's nest. Uh, but as he got to meet more and more people, and then he was found out while he was there, and he was, I, I don't know if he was expelled, but there was like this huge controversy over his attendance there, and long story short, he started having meetings with a bunch of peers, and he ended up disavowing his racist history, 
And oh, uh, cool. The Atlantic has amazing article on it because it ends with this is before Trump got the nomination, and he ends with Trump will be president. People don't understand how many. And what his point was is this racist community. Everyone thinks they're all Republicans, and and they've actually been so disenchanted, they have been apolitical. Like these are people that that Trump brought in. Hmm. to the electoral sort of system that had been abstaining for years and years. And I personally think that's how Trump won the primaries. I I think racism was part of his electoral victory as well. But, like, they all said Trump did better in open primary states where you didn't have to have a party affiliation. Where just, like, any old racist who maybe hasn't probably voted in a primary in five elections, finally here's a guy... Saying and yeah, it's it's a fascinating article. I'll, I'll find it and post it. But it it's a fascinating article on how Trump, how he's been able to sort of previously wink, wink to this racist community to let them know he's on their side. Right. And there's a whole contingent of I think they call them. There was like borders, language, and culture is what they identified. Uh, you know, ten years ago or whatever. And I think that that is the group that's never really been in the Republican camp um, that he's kind of stirred up. Yeah, they like the Republican camp wasn't conservative enough for this group, right? You know, yeah. Well, I think it, it, you know, going back to kind of the driver for at least the the proposed or uh, I guess the reason for the original march in Charlottesville was the fact that what they renamed a park to you know make it Emancipation Park as opposed to Robert E. Lee Park. <coughs> They um, were taking, you know, voted to take statues down. It's a lot of this whole thing of taking down these, these traditional Confederate symbols, um, which, you know, fly in the face of equality in our country and fly in the face of the the African American community certainly, um, and that's been the basis of a lot of why these people are now coming out and marching and, and making a big deal. Um, Purported, right? Yes, they they want to do what they want to do, but I think it's hilarious that all of this is kind of bubbling up and going on. And meanwhile, event from last weekend happens, and then quietly, Baltimore City Council votes and removes four statues like overnight. Yeah, almost like like Chicago Migsfield style. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> such a stealth operation. Just went. We're going to do this. It's smart. Yeah, I feel this. to do it that way. You know, and it's done. Right? Yeah, we're we're not gonna have riots. We're not gonna yeah. just just fucking do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's great. It's yeah. uh, the right approach. Uh, you know, uh, uh, while I may miss Migsfield in Chicago, it's that kind of you know what? We're here to get some shit done, right? Yeah, right. The best yeah. way to do this, we're just gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> middle of the night. Don't tell anyone about it. Yeah, that's Don't like old school deal. machine politics yeah, yeah. rather than like modern liberals. Like, okay, trigger warning. <laughs> we're gonna have a conversation yeah. about statues. You and know, a splinter group and yeah. ten debates. And, yeah, no, just so, fucking do no, it. Hats off to Baltimore for for that approach. Well, I, I did like. I got some enjoyment out of this in a terrible situation because I was on Twitter and there were a lot of people live streaming and I a lot of the retweets that came into my timeline were uh, Nazis getting maced and crying about it on camera. Yeah. So <laughs> there's one particular Twitter guy who's been like kind of a, a supporter and tangential if not a, he didn't identify as a racist but he clearly is and uh, baked Alaska if you've ever heard of that name he's in the social media spectrum uh, this year I mean but Isn't that uh, dessert. 
Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but he, in particular, had a hilarious like five-minute video where he's just screaming, "I need milk! I will someone get me milk!" <laughs> and like all of his that's friends. From, that's from that Vice video. Oh, that's in there. That is totally oh, no from that okay, Vice cool. video. Well, that's a yeah. different guy doing the same thing, actually. That's oh, amazing. really? Yeah. yeah. So that, that it's also sort of funny because like milk, is, like I don't know if you're familiar with this. Milk has like become this recent white supremacist sign. Okay. So like on Twitter, if you see that they have milk <laughs> bottles around. And they all do, like, that's one of the reasons Baked, so I know Baked Alaska through, like, the semi, he's, like, one of the few what they call hard right-wing comedians. Ah. You can, like, right-wing musicians, he's about as well-respected in the comedy circle as, nice. like, Ted Nugent is in the music <laughs> circle. Ah, you know? yeah. so he's, and he's all, Stranglehold was a good song. Yeah. I'll give Nugent that. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Keep going. But so he does, if you ever get a chance and you want to laugh your ass, he's inadvertently hilarious. Yes. So he tries to do these comedy raps, but it's all stuff like, like, he does auto-tunes, like, we love our cops. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We mean we need more law and order. And like they're not, he doesn't even rhyme. They're not even funny. But he's in like flamboyant outfits. But anyways, I guess one of the ways they sh- sort of show their camaraderie is they chug milk, and it shows you're a white supremacist. Ah. So whenever they're getting mace, they happen to have milk on hand for their rallies because that's what they like party with. And then they just pour milk all over each other after they've been mace. That's a fetish. Uh, That's really yeah, it's really that's a bizarre fetish. So they look like they're in some sort of Bukaki video because they have all these guys over, and then in the Vice video they're all hailing each other. So like that's how you congratulate. So like you're pouring milk while you're being hailed. Oh and, my like, god, it's so homoerotic and weird, you know. <laughs> Wait, so so am I allowed to buy milk now? What, what? No, you cannot drink milk anymore. No, all the milk owned ruined it. The right hates it. Well, the Indianapolis 500, that's like the thing to do at the yeah, end of the race. Yeah, that's right. I forgot so about that. So apparently, you know, yeah. when Helio Castroneves wins the next, you know, <laughs> Brazilian yeah. dude wins, he's white supremacist. So I, I watched the, the press conference yesterday on the way home, and it was absolutely just oh my disgusted. God. But the best part this morning was the article that that says advisors admit he went rogue on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Just so yeah, you know, not- <laughs> the picture is Trump like talking, and all his advisors with their arms crossed, kind of looking down at the ground, <laughs> like deer in headlights. Yeah. How do we get I'm him? Not here. Yeah, it's I'm like not a here. best man speech that's gone way too ribald, <laughs> and you just don't know how to get him off, you know? He's like, they said, the White House said, you know, senior yeah. sources, the plan was for him to go down the elevator, come out, give a speech, and go back in the elevator, and then go back up. Don't but take questions. Did, don't no take questions. questions. Uh, that did not happen. But uh, nobody's taken the, the uh, like, the... You would think that when they get to that point, that somebody would just say, I'm sorry, folks, that's all the time I he's got. I think they're so afraid of him. Drag he's so him insecure. Away. He's so thin-skinned that he would interpret that as, oh, you're, you feel you have the power to stop me? Yeah. You know? And I, yeah. I, I think... You'd get, you'd get fired yeah, right there. I, he only wants people that will absolutely respect, acquiesce to him, you know? I... I I, I read another article that says the only people that are sticking close to him after all this are his family members that are in his yeah. cabinet. And all the newer people on his cabinets and team are like, I'm not quite sure I want to be on this team yeah. anymore. No, sure. even, that's, that's, that's not true. All the people that are going to need vetoes for the Russia thing. <laughs> not vetoes, but pardons. Uh, yeah, pardons. Yeah. <laughs> pardons. Well, I do wonder if somebody like General Kelly, who's now in his chief of staff, like, 
is he there out of a sense of patriotism of like yes. maybe my best way to help him help, help keep the country. This, this country from going into an unnecessary yes. war yes. is to be here and yes. be engaged. He was know? one of the guys in in the administration, one of two, I forget the other one is, who said there should always be one Mattis, of those two guys. Him and around, Mattis had a, an informal around. agreement yeah. that one of them would always be in America <laughs> at pact. the same time. When when uh, Kelly was uh, Homeland oh, Security, because yeah. they were like, we don't want the military to receive like war orders. And we're not in the chain of command at that point in time, which is sense. like amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's how you talk about a child, right? I mean, yeah, it's like, it is you know, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We need but, a babysitter. But thank God that there are adults somewhere close, yeah. right? Yeah. But but even Kelly, when he became chief of staff, he said officially or whatever through channels, like I'm I'm not here to change the president. I can't do that. I'm just yeah. going to fix the process. So it's you know he's still going to be Trump Rogan. Right. Well, let's talk about something a little sure. bit more uplifting. Let's talk about uh, there is something coming in our country that seems a bit interesting to at least some of us. The eclipse is coming through yes. on. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought about Bears preseason game right, number no, two. Sh- <laughs> no Bears. No. So who's is anybody excited about that? My wife like wants to drive eight oh, hours that's what my, down my, south. My wife wants to do that too. She wants to drive down to like St. Louis. We'll be in a total eclipse. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to go about like five, six hours south. But I'm looking at it going, you know what, 83% or whatever, 85%, whatever we're going to get here in Chicago, mm-hmm. eh, it's good enough for me. Well, they do say it's it's a logarithmic difference. And it, they even said 98% is nothing like 100. Huh. So they do, because they say the way the 100% makes the light bend, that, that any light that does hit you comes in at this extreme angle, it, it's supposed to create like really weird effects. Huh. So I have heard they claim that you really so is it, if, is if you want to make a big a deal out of it you really should go to a 100 percent you know situation but I always feel that it's so slow I always feel it's so every time I've driven for like an astronomical event it's like uh, okay you know <laughs> well I said this morning I'll talk to my barber we'll get some acid <laughs> acid for all of us we don't even have to that'd be kind of fun we're, we're taking this, yeah. to, from this we're taking room. this we'll sit right in this room that has no windows yeah. and go hey <laughs> look Just at the eclipse typical post from <laughs> acid proposition <laughs> it hits around lunchtime, right when does yep. it hit yeah yeah, we yeah, could go to a bar. We could go like to a hour. bar with a rooftop, although probably have to get there early. Well, you know. call your. Uh, I think we over know. The yeah, the yeah, rooftop well, that's bar. Right. We, we got <laughs> we met, we got a rooftop hookup uh, yesterday. I forgot about that. It's all good. We got there an we option. Are. Done. Reserve a table. Option I should here. actually tell her to do that. That's a great marketing opportunity. Sure. Yeah, because that's what she's in charge of. Yeah. Just Can we order the uh, glasses table, as well? Yeah. Yes, we would like a table. Now, you should book everything yeah, else. Everything else. <laughs> Charge people through the roof for everybody else. <laughs> I think it's going to be cool, but I'm happy to like do it from here. I, I Oh, yeah, same here. Me too. My wife did buy the glasses, mm-hmm. so I can actually look at it. Um I'm probably got the cheapies that are going to, you know, burn my eyes out, but whatever, you know. Yeah, Amazon uh has been refunding some of the some people because some counterfeit classes oh did get through. That's an um, amazing Amazon review. Got blinded during the, the eclipse. Yeah. One star. One star. Well, yeah. they, I mean, they, 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 they were pretty good. Free, they've gotten good. in front of it. Come said, don't use these. Here's your money back. You don't have to send them back to us, but don't use them. They look well, cool. They were comfortable. Yeah. Two yeah. stars because I bl- got blinded. Yeah, four stars. <laughs> Would have been five if I'm not blind. Yeah. There, there is get, a list of approved 
vendors that you can look up. Uh, you know, as long as I don't want to. I want to look at it the way yeah. I want to look at it the way like a caveman right. would have looked at it and, and <laughs> the be way in the God intended. The way, no, the way that they're the, the awe they would have had, yeah. where they think the world is ending and so on. You know. Well, yeah. yeah, but to your point, it's very slow. It's it's not like it just hap- like click and it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to put the glasses on and look and take the glasses off and sure, go, sure. look around. We got summer days left, right? Come on. Well, it's lunchtime. I'm taking the day off. There you go. You are taking the day off. Are you driving south? No. Um, Amy does not have the day off, so she'll need the car and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, um, yeah. Um, I've read some interesting things you can do. You can use the leaves of a tree to essentially lenses the shadow on the ground, and you can actually see the crescents on the ground and, and the leaves. and. Yeah, and There's use some other leaves. I mean, you know, roll them up <laughs> sure. to enjoy it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? I'll go. I'll go out to lunch and watch it with everyone. So I don't actually. I don't know what will we actually see. What will happen? Will the sky darken? End times. Dogs, <laughs> fucking cats. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Wow. Be, I didn't know that was in Revelations. Dogs and cats. Those are Ghostbusters, <laughs> where he's like, yeah. dogs, fucking cat. You know, when he's talking about the end of the world. Yeah. I thought it was dogs, cats living together. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, not in Chicago. I mean, yeah. I guess we should assume they're gonna fuck if they're living together. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just cohabit. Sure. <laughs> That's the point of that. Yeah. <laughs> My wife is on the uh, uh, home and school association. Yeah. And uh, they were trying to get the school to buy the glasses for kids. Yeah. So they can go out and watch it, but I'm not sure that but has school even begun when they're like, tomorrow. Oh, it does. Right, yeah, my kids cool. don't start till. They so. would have gotten. They would have gotten the cheapies that. Yeah, hurt all their eyes. Out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're. What a hilarious liability to have. <laughs> yeah, I think they're keeping 700 kids' eyes out. <laughs> they're gonna keep the kids inside. I think. Why does it hurt? <laughs> it's I science. can't stop looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you really burn your eyes out? I feel like I've looked at the sun. And I'm like, oh my god! It's, and then I look away. Like, wouldn't you think instincts would take over? Like, if you had bad sunglasses, I, wouldn't you think you'd feel a pain before there's permanent damage? And is there really anyone who would go like, nope, nope, <laughs> these are good glasses. <laughs> I'm gonna ignore that pain and I'm gonna keep staring. I, wow. I think what you're dealing with is like the the total eclipse bit yeah. is where you get this moment where you think you can see it and and then your eyes get adjusted to that and you keep watching too long. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah. But I'm with you. I, you know, looking at the sun, I don't think I've ever looked at the sun. I think you get close enough and you go, no. Yeah, exactly. Like you're just overwhelmed eventually. Yeah. Can't do that. And then you can't see for a while. You know, most people come to an edge of a roof and they just look down and say, nope. And some people just walk off. I mean, (laughs) that is also. I'm not as afraid of gravity. It's just to scare me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I'm looking forward to it, but mostly because uh, it'll be kind of a fun thing to do at lunch. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Not so much. I'll email our friend, too. Well, although that'd be a little bit of a walk, but if we could get a reserved table there. Yeah, it's an option. I mean, it's not that bad of a walk. It's like a 20-minute walk, you know? Yeah. I'd be up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So what else is going on? Anybody have uh, anything interesting? Uh, we were talking about um, blockchain yesterday. Oh, what's uh, going on? Yeah, the, that was uh, a cool article. Anything new? So Bitcoin's uh, up to like four thousand dollars right now, isn't it? Well, yes, and th- this 
basically this article that I read was about the fact that Russia has invested in a big way in blockchain technology and what they can do with it, and they have found a way that they believe um, they can secure uh, encrypt data to a degree that even quantum computing can't break it. Because that's one of the fears about you know, the advancement of quantum computing, even though it's very in its nascent technology stage. Um, as it gets better, it's going to kind of, it's going to just blow away everything we have from a security standpoint. And Russia is saying that actually we've solved that problem via blo- the blockchain. We have a way to actually encrypt data more securely that even quantum computing can't overcome this. The, the speed of the processing does not allow it to, you know, get through whatever machinations it has to go through to uh, to crack a password. So the, the interesting part for me was less about the fact that they claim they've done this, that Russia, somewhere in the last five years, they've switched. They were against didn't think the blockchain, didn't think, you know, was against Bitcoin, was against all of this, and they've flipped and they've gone all in on investing in the technology and understanding what they can do with it and advancing ideas around blockchain for other purposes. This is a problem, because how are you going to pay Paul Manafort under the table if there's a chain of evidence <laughs> built in? I don't well, know. well, and that's the question. It's not so much the chain of evidence. To me, it's about that commercial aspect, the market that that a technology like that creates a bankless environment, a way that if I want to set up a currency and I'm working with a bunch of people who all agree with my philosophy and my ideology, and now I have a way to actually transfer funds from my world to their world. Now I can do deals that get around the IMF, that get around the sanctions that the Western world wants to put on me, and hey, go ahead. Put your sanctions in place. I feel like weren't there still, though, like this Bitcoin fork is a good example of it, of there there are still power centers because most normal people can't like mine on their own or whatever run their servers like this decision of whether or not to go ahead with the hard fork or the soft fork of bitcoin like a lot of it was left up to like a few central players who were like the miners or whatever the who ran the central servers so like couldn't you know theoretically it's still distributed but couldn't like a small group of people like Grab assuming some type of control. Assuming that it's all Bitcoin. You, you're saying yes. they could grab control and they could obey sanctions and all mm-hmm. the other political things that, yeah. Yeah. I feel Correct. like Correct. What if it's not Bitcoin? Way. Sure. What if it is just a trade mechanism that allows, you know, me in Russia and you in Iran and, you know, Kim in North Korea? To transact in a commercial way and get our deals done the way that we need to get our deals done mm-hmm. and actually make money. So we've got the stuff that we're doing sort of publicly that's getting, you know, real Western funds into our economy and then these back deals that are happening over a different currency, which is this cryptocurrency that is off the record. Yeah. Right? 
This mm-hmm. is, and you should you should but, look at. But every every blockchain contains a record of every trans or whatever. The blockchain contains a record of every transaction in it, right? Like, so can't right, you but still it's a, it's a de-anonymize that somehow? It's, but again. It's just a record of a that? transaction, though. It's not necessarily personally identifiable. No, it's not. No, no. And the guy yeah, in Tehran so. is the guy who's going to be able to decrypt the fact that it came through this channel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in my bank, and I make a legal <laughs> transaction to you with U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. And you give me U.S. dollars back, et cetera, et cetera, right? So there's all this normal stuff. But then... I'm going to make a transaction with Russia over this cryptocurrency. Who's checking on that? I'm not saying it's Bitcoin. It's some yeah. other thing, right, that right. isn't controlled by a responsible party. Well, good thing the United States is tapping into the Internet everywhere globally. So we're going to have our digital forensics teams right on this, <laughs> our financial forensics teams. I, I think I think it's very interesting, and I, I think that probably is one of the reasons why Russia is so invested in it. Because yeah. even if you can't get all your deals done over that, if you can get enough of them to like stay afloat above your sanctions and so on, uh-huh. or even if your black ops are just mm. funded off that. But I do think if it ever got so popular that it could pose a threat to the influence of the U.S. dollar, America would legislate something to restrict internal uh, US companies from getting into the market because I, like, I'm totally with you yeah. I think that there you know that's going to happen what has me a little concerned is the investments that are being made and you know it's fair to say that I don't know what I don't know that you know the American uh, SB, the NSA whatever arm of the government is doing the work that needs to be done who knows they may be as invested or further along than you know is being reported at this stage, but it just feels an awful lot like you know we're kind of head in the sand. Yeah. It's not about this cryptocurrency. We don't have control around those things, and therefore we're not going to invest in them. Well, we better start investing in them so that yeah. we can keep our feet in that world. Yeah. Right? This, this reminded me of when the, sorry, sorry. the shadow brokers released that the U.S. government had been spying on what they call SWIFT, which is the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Transfers, um, or telecommunications, sorry. And this is like, we were basically tapping into the backbone of like all of these these deals um, through between nation states. And so that that seems like a pretty smart move for for Russia to do that. Yeah, absolutely. But just to put it all in perspective, and it is interesting, but the current market capitalization, and this is as of today, um, of Bitcoin is $80 billion. Just dropping the No, excuse me, $71 billion, which is enormous, right? I mean... It's big, but it's not... We have a 13 or $14 trillion economy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, that kind of puts... But this is what is... Just to put the number in respect of how big that is, though, it is almost uh, almost five times worth more than all the silver in the world combined. Wow. (laughs) There's only $14 billion worth of silver, which I found interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Not much. Yeah, not much. So. Learn something new on the Worldwide IT guys. This is why we went off the gold standard a long time ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Precious metals mean nothing. Yeah, it's too hard to find. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I, I found it interesting, and, and I think it's worth you know keeping our uh, keeping our eye on what's going on in that space. Um, meanwhile, you know, talking about security, 
we had our our good friends in the smart lock capacity um, screw up a firmware update oh, yeah, and lock yeah. out. So does anybody here have a smart lock? Does anybody have our listeners? Oh, has one. Yes. Yes. What is a smart lock? So basically, it's a lock that is, you know, Wi-Fi enabled, and you can unlock it via your phone. So, you know, the door to your house. Oh, door lock. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, does <clears throat> nobody here has? I do not in have this? one. I thought maybe Dan. No, but. I was, yeah, you know, I was afraid that somebody could just, you know, yell outside my my house. Uh, uh, echo, Hit the right pitch or something. Go uh, unlock yeah. the door. You know, and <laughs> sort of like Close Encounters. You know, they just did the right sequence and they open up the door. Boom, boom. I like the idea. And, and are you afraid to use the, you know, Alexa? Because if you say, Alexa, unlock my doors, you think well, I, I, somebody's listening and Alexa's going to now well, unlock I mean, somebody's the, house? My, my house is literally two feet from one house and seven feet from the other. So, um, yeah, people can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nobody's done the smart lock to that degree. No, no. I, I mean, I, I think I might do my own roll my own um but uh yeah I've, I've definitely thought about it but i just i can't i have too many other things to buy and uh i can't imagine actually using it all that much yeah but uh mm-hmm. yeah yeah but I, like you know come home blackout drunk lose your keys i mean you're gonna want that lock <laughs> your brother needs that yeah he needs that lock <laughs> <laughs> but it does speak to smart devices and the fact that you know one bad patch and Bad stuff can happen. Can't right? get into your whole, all your belongings. Yeah. You can't get into your house. Yeah. So. Your, your your house is locked up. You can't get in. Um, you know, <laughs> it's an annoyance at this stage. But people who you know, we use the garage door, right? You you, un, you open yeah. the garage door. You go in. The inside door isn't locked. The garage door is closed and locked. And so that's how we get in and out of our house. Well, if I'm out and about, and I don't have my keys. And the power goes out, I'm kind of stuck. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, what do I do? Um, so that's kind of the old annoying version of this. Now mm-hmm. just, no, it's fucked. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and you know, you got you got some support organization that takes weeks to deal with it, and now you're out of your house for, Open you know, a ticket. <laughs> Open a ticket, pal. How many people exactly. are affected by this outage? <laughs> Me, but it's raining. <laughs> I'm really cold. Yeah. Single white male, I don't know. That's yeah. back of the line. <laughs> you lose, man. Yeah. So is this like, a, is it like a key fob, or what do you... How do you? What's the mechanism? Do you put in a in a smart lock? How do you unlock it? Well, yeah. some of them have, you know, number pads that you can punch in. Sure. Some of them have uh, NFC. Uh, NFC. Some of them okay. have fingerprint reader. So uh, get to apparently the, the one that was that was bricked by a firmware update. The one of the reasons why it was a more uh, painful bricking is it was the lock that Airbnb suggested. <laughs> oh, that, and they, in fact, there was a program that this lock manufacturer, when you signed up to be an Airbnb host, they would um, send you a free lock. Like, Airbnb paid them. So, like, what you could do is you could be, like, you could, through a website, you could change the, the locks, yeah. the, you know, anytime you wanted, and then you're just, your new tenant would go there and punch in whatever today's code is. That's pretty cool. It's all, but now it's all bricked <laughs> off the firmware update. Ooh. Yeah, but it's, a, you know, is that a better solution long term? I think, you know, it's, it's easier. You know, yeah. you were talking about how often would you use it as, as a, you know, family a couple a single that is 
you know, need somebody to come into their house and do something, you know, you go, hey, call me when you get to the door. You he gets to the door, he calls you. You look at your camera that's looking at your stoop, and you go, yeah, that's the guy who was going to come and fix my plumbing. You, you punch the code, and he gets into your house. He goes and he does what he has to do, again, theoretically, on camera or whatever. And then he leaves your house, and it's all locked up and good to go. I think there's definitely a place for this kind of technology, but it's a we're at that moment of there are going to be bugs, and there are going to be things that oh, yeah. people are dealing with like this, where you're like, shit, now I'm stuck. And for me, I want it, when I can just get rid of my keys, that's what I want it. Like, I don't want it, so I still have to I have to carry, like, you know, five out of six key, or six out of five keys, whatever it is. So like, right. I want to get rid of everything. And, and I even live in an apartment, so there's no way my front door is going to be magically, you know, whatever. Right. But there are some appliances that do we really need it to be smart. Exactly. Do we need yeah. them to have Wi-Fi? Like, my water heater. Oh, I can yeah. buy an adapter so I can program my water heater over the internet. It's like, how often do I change my settings <laughs> in my water heater in my basement? Yeah. It's like, yeah, if I'm going on vacation, I can walk downstairs and turn the knob down. But you forgot. You got on the airplane and oh, you're like, oh, no, my water heater's going to run for two weeks without me. Yeah. It's energy efficient anyway. <laughs> you know, it... it you're just a spendthrift, that's all. I know. You don't care how you spend your money. Just psh, eat water for two know, weeks when you're This does there. remind me of the, the the final episode, I don't want to spoil it too much, of uh, Silicon Valley, the latest where uh, a firmware update spread oh, out yeah. to uh-huh. appliances. I'll just say that. <laughs> that was great. It was awesome. What are they going to do? I'm, I'm still worried about that show going forward. Yeah, it's time um, to... Yeah. Besides that, is there uh, anything else in the smart space that uh, we should be worried about? Well, this was more of the dumb space, but uh, somebody, some hobbyist got a hold of the not pet ya code and was playing around with it, accidentally leaked it to onto Facebook. Some, some hundred people got uh, infected. Oh, no. And... Uh, <laughs> He's been charged. He, oh, really? He looks like he's facing three years. Ouch. Yeah. Wait, how do you accidentally leak I executable I code? Don't I don't know. I was looking at the... You was know, he was like, hey, so anyways, story, don't post this in a notebook and then save it as run.exe. <laughs> and then click on it yeah. twice. Exe <laughs> Facebook didn't want you to see. Like, I, Yeah, I'm trying to think how you would accidentally do it. Is, is this the guy who I stopped I mean, unless you put an embed thing in there to make no, it run, well, but then that was, doesn't sound like an accident. There was, uh, and that, well, that's another story. The uh, the guy that, the the first Petya, the guy who stopped the first Petya, he got busted at uh, uh, Neocon. Or what, yeah, what, he did. Like, he was arrested by the FBI, yeah. The black, hat, the black hat thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, um, whatever that conference Def was. Defcon. Defcon, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, he didn't show up for his flight home, and then people started getting worried, and then they called. The yeah, he's uh, on Twitter. He's malware tech. I, I follow him. He's yeah. he's pretty interesting I do as well. Um, Young kid. Yeah, is they're he saying still, he is he the, still arrested. Is he, he went to his in? arraignment, I think, and then I think it's still ongoing. He yeah, yeah he was charged with writing that Kronos. Um, it was like password scraping software to use against web banking sites like three years ago and he's charged with writing that hmm. so hmm. we'll see well uh, you know our justice department is now chasing um 
<laughs> people who are against our president. Yeah. You saw that, right? Yeah. No, yeah, they want the IP addresses oh, of everyone yeah. who visited right. an anti-Trump site in the last two years. It's, yeah, the people. Well, there, I mean, there was riots that happened during Inauguration Day, um, and some of these people <clears throat> visited this the site that was kind of organizing the protest and um you know obviously some people went a little too far and broke some windows and is that are they trying to get them on like a is it like solicitation to commit a, a violent act or something there's there's some legal term for well my guess would be they're, 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 they're probably trying they probably already have the people that are arrested <laughs> i think i would think i don't know yeah and now they're trying to use evidence against them by finding their postings online or something like that. But they, it's it's yeah. a very broad request yeah. because millions of people yeah. visited the site and they want it all. It's also funny to me because it's a an administration that won't even release its own White House visitor <laughs> logs. <laughs> yeah. Asking for the IP addresses of people that go, you know. Well, th- thankfully, it's not being... Um, you know they're not respecting the request at this point. They're saying no, that's not. <laughs> oh, nice. It's not for you guys to have. Um, yeah, which is good, but at the same time, the fact, just the sheer fact that this administration has, you know, the cojones to say, yeah, you need to give me that. You need to tell me what's going on with this stuff. Hey, look. I mean, Trump could have just sat there and said, hey, get the NSA to do it. I mean, so at least they're going through a legal avenue currently. That's true. <laughs> I'm, like, That's encouraged true. by was, that. Was Trump counting these people as uh, the millions of people that saw his inauguration? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, there was another le- uh, political thing today. Uh, I listened to uh-oh. the Jeff Sessions speech on... Uh, uh, sanctuary cities, and he basically just bashed our city for a half an hour about how our politicians are. Our entire crime problem in our city is because we're we release illegal aliens that have been arrested. So it's all the illegals that we have in Chicago that are causing all the problems. Oh, Ross, I didn't know that Ross. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, it's all me. All the crime in Chicago. So if we would follow the sanctuary city rules and notify ICE every time they arrest a illegal, mm. then our problems here would be solved. Would be gone. Yeah. We don't do that. We just let them go. Hey, well, we, they say we did our part. We deported our one, so it's, it's all good. <laughs> we didn't deport any, but come on. I'm talking about Elisa. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, I was in uh, 7-Eleven just yesterday, and the lady behind the counter was talking about how her boyfriend just got deported. Uh, off of some minor violation here in Chicago, here in a sanctuary city. So, so there you go. That send sucks. that. Would you send that, that anecdote direct to Jeff Sessions? Yeah. Make sure he knows that we're doing our part. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. We got the guy. <laughs> we got the one guy that's causing all the problems. It's here. all good now. Well, have you guys seen the? I haven't really looked into it because I've been so scared about spoilers. But have you seen the HBO leaks at all? Any of this stuff? Nope. Not nope. at all. Are you I've, avoiding I've it too, just it. in case? Nope. Staying away. Yeah. Totally. It I mean, I haven't like the seen Sony the last one. episode of Game of Thrones, you, so what? I can't. The last one, I saw the the yeah. Why one prior? I haven't said. Sh- sh- all right, <laughs> it's, it's fucking Wednesday, man. <laughs> Come on, you're talking about the HBO hackers and all that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't. The, I heard they paid them off, which is interesting. You don't hear that happening. HBO really? paid them off. I thought I heard they they gave them 250 grand. 
No way. They had offered. I know they had offered that in an email. They had said they tried to. It was really funny how they did it. Like they, oh, they basically, offered to do yeah. it. Okay, they offered. They to basically do it. got a ransom note and they said like, oh, we appreciate you testing our security, you know, holes and and you know whatever. We, we will give you a bug bounty of two hundred fifty thousand dollars if you you know for cooperation in this bug program. You know, they basically tried to p- pretend that they weren't paying <laughs> off a ransom in this note in an offer. And I guess they had asked for way more than two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> the executive is careful not to portray the cash off for his hush money. Instead, he described it as a bug bounty payment for finding the weaknesses in HBO systems. That's amazing. <laughs> I saw in article. the spirit of professional cooperation, we are asking you extend your deadline for one week. <laughs> we have also not been able to put in place... I love this corporate speak yeah. to a shakedown. We've not been able to put in place the necessary infrastructure to be able to make a large payment in Bitcoin, although we are taking steps to do so, as you suggested. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, a bug bounty. I did see that uh, like three guys in India got arrested for leaking... Uh, Game of Thrones early because oh. uh, their company is part of the distribution network that you know okay. gets the files early and they kind of leaked them a little early or sold them online and then they got caught. So mm-hmm. how, how do you, you pin that down? I mean, what what should HBO do in this case? I mean, should it just be we, we don't you know we don't negotiate with terrorists and no. oh you mean with the hackers yeah or? yeah yeah they, I mean they, they immediately called the FBI's out to see what they probably did right and then you would think try so. to yeah. stall and yeah it's like those old movies where you're asked to stall on the phone like, <laughs> yeah well I think that 250 you know, you know yeah. that's what that is here here's you know this this in spirit of cooperation yeah really what I need is some details about you right yeah. <laughs> where can I these bitcoins are going to start we looking that shit up immediately with a large envelope. <laughs> Where can we meet you? Unmarked bills. Unmarked bills. <laughs> well, what did, how did people who are doing this expect to really get HBO to pay them without getting in trouble in the process? No, I, I think yeah. they just wanted to see Game of Thrones episodes early. That's all that they really <laughs> yeah, wanted. Yeah, they were sharing it with their five friends, and all of a sudden it became, you know... Yeah, around something. There, there were thousands. Masking, yeah. I mean, what do you like? What did Sony do? Like, did they just basically said? I mean, they basically at some point admitted we're just completely fucked by this, and we're going to continue getting fucked for the next year, and then improve our security in the meantime, yeah. and hope it doesn't happen again. Is that yeah? All you do? But what else can you do? HBO. What, what HBO did we do? Hired the same firm that helped with the Sony cleanup. Oh, they did. Oh, Which okay. is also funny too, because Sony has been hacked every two years. Sony gets their ass handed to them. And then they just keep getting their ass handed to them. They're just like a corporation that is not good with security. I mean, granted, I mean, they're so big. It's yeah, like they they'd like you to buy their smart locks. They yeah. just came out with these great <laughs> new uh, door locks. Well, it is interesting. Like, all these sites, it's like they deal with, like, you know, I mean, these shows are basically a deliverable that has to be shared with all these different yeah. post-production companies and everything. And if you think about the security... With all these vendors touching it and everything, it, it really is kind of daunting to, you know, the it's providence of, of keeping it secure in each of the sites and so on. Honestly, know? though, with looking back, like, I don't know how much they're going to get fucked by this, but, like, if they had paid one guy to, like, carry a metal briefcase and fly around with one copy of this shit and go to every post-production studio, like, they probably would have ended up saving money. Oh, yeah. That's my crazy theory. If you lost money to it being leaked early, I don't think they actually leaked it early, though, which is the weirdest thing about it. Well, there there is an episode. At, well, there's a there's a couple. There were scripts, and then there were some episodes that got yeah, leaked. Yeah, so I don't think I they have. I don't think they... were for, like, the next season. Like, wasn't that... 
Am I wrong on oh, that? Oh, shit, is it really? I really got to avoid the I, internet. I, I don't think they have the most valuable stuff, you, you know. But um, you're probably right, too. Uh, yeah. Wait, but especially didn't they get the previous episode, like, a few days early? I thought that happened, and it's, so it's hard to tell for me, because there is there was also a fucked up where someone in, like, some Spanish network yeah. accidentally, like, unrelated to this hack completely unreleased one of the episodes, like, a couple days early. Yeah. But they had gotten it. I, I don't know the particulars behind that, mm-hmm. but... Uh, but you know what? It is. It has been the the most pirated show of all time, and it's still one of the most popular shows of all time. So you know, who and knows I think HBO is getting their money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe the, probably the, the PR stuff of the internal company emails is probably more damaging than the episodes leaking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the the India case, it was leaked like three days ahead time. Okay. okay. Because these guys from this company had it to distribute for the upcoming show, and they just kind of. Made it to torrent sites somehow. <laughs> Whoops. Three days early. <laughs> Again, they, they were sharing the fell. They, they yeah. put it somewhere to share with their friend, and all of a sudden it was out. Boom. Yep. Done. Ouch. Um, you know, it's sort of related to what we've been talking about with respect to Charlottesville and um, and now HBO. Apparently, the is it the creators of... Yeah, that that have come out. David Benioff and Dan Weiss. Yeah, that are working on a new program for HBO that basically is what America would be today if if slavery just never ended. Pretty much. Wow. Twitter had a fun time with that. How <laughs> in the heck are they going to release this thing? It's also amazing because HBO has a long history of only hiring white people and never having black people on its network. So it's. It's doubly interesting that this network with this history would be like, okay, well, our next big project is slavery. Because, I mean, every black actor is going to have to play a slave, you know, in this. Yeah. yeah. I want to say someone in the the higher staff, you know, is a person of color, fits one of the executive producers or co-creators, or I I could have sworn. I don't know how much that helps or hurts their case. Yeah, and and that's what I... So, as people in my family have asked me, well, they can't possibly, you know, move ahead with this thing, I said, well, you don't really know what they're doing with it. Like, mm-hmm. that sounds awful, and it's probably inappropriate to think about it being released right now. But at the same time, if their whole point is to show what a fucked up world right. this, you know, this is, and how, how <laughs> is it exposing this is what this path leads towards. Everybody, uh, you know, cautionary tale for all you supremacists who want, you know, <laughs> to repress and continually live in this world of white male domination, right? That's h- how do you present that in a way that is palatable and useful and not just, I don't know, uh, disingenuous and, and racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, What's the Philip K. Dick? Uh, Man in the High Castle. Yeah. Kind of similar to that. Um, We've talked about this. I haven't seen this. Oh, okay. Oh, it was really, really good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a, depicting a terrible thing. If the Nazis had taken over America, I, I really liked the show. But Oh, that's the Wolfenstein one. Yeah, that's <laughs> Castle Wolfenstein America. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the, the point. Is Could they tell the story without it being so in your face? Yeah. Could they... Well, I, I think, you know, there's a couple arguments about how it's a little bit different, too, in that, A, Germany sort of 
admitted its past sins and mm-hmm. legislated a lot that would make Nazism impossible in its right country, whereas we erected monuments to the Confederacy <laughs> and we enacted Jim Crow laws and, you know... Um, the other argument you could say just at a Hollywood level is Hollywood has a long tradition of le- only letting black people play slaves and mm. at least the man in the high castle like doesn't necessarily affect the the casting so to speak mm, that's as true. much you know as you know Hollywood just well, has a long history of reducing black actors to slaves yeah mm. I, I guess actually so this is going to be I'm just reading a little bit about it myself right now. Uh, it'll be depicting events leading up to a third conflict between the North and the South. So, you know, if you come, if the show starts in a place where, if the show arrives at a place where it's like, you know, you have all these uh, suppressed people becoming freedom fighters and eventually winning this great conflict, I mean, could that be a better story right, than just right. showing, you know, people getting the shit kicked out of them and, you know, being in this yeah, intolerant it, world? It, it, it'll be interesting to see if they. Move ahead, yeah. and if uh, this thing actually sees the light of day, yeah. um, and how it plays, because uh, in today's world, this week in particular, um, I just don't know how you can do it. The good news is, if they end up deciding it's a bad idea and they don't go forward with it, they can just have a preview trailer, show the, Ch- the Charlottesville stuff, and say, JK, we're just kidding, it's, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's move on to something a little um, uh, with a little more uh, gravity, shall we say? Um, did we talk about this last week? Apparently, a man in Illinois was just determined to have the largest penis. <laughs> did we talk about this no, last I don't, week? Well, I wasn't here last week. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we talked about this. Dare I Google I, this? What, what, John? I thought there was a guy in India that had the largest penis that was already shared to me by a coworker once, I believe, where he was refusing to get it like trimmed down because it, it, apparently it affects your quality of life. It, it's not good to have the largest penis in the world. And, <laughs> but this guy felt like he would lose all his male power, in, the guy in India, if he lost the biggest penis in the world. Uh, I, well, I did see the article last week and I read it on the train. I was a little embarrassed. The part the part of this article that still to this day I don't understand <laughs> Bloomington, Illinois, is, yeah. is the quote of the article, he has not always had a large penis. So how does that work? I mean, are we talking about when I'm he was... I'm a late bloomer. Well, yeah. What does that mean? Like, in the last year or two, he got a large penis? Was there was there surgery involved? John, you're was, having a growth spurt. I mean, these things can happen. It happens, yeah. <laughs> it happens overnight. This sounds amazing. This is the... Is this the AP? I, I mean, that same one. Yeah, yeah great. I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if this is even real. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, the quotes are pretty great. Like, says Jack's penis was officially measured at 19.1 inches by the world record judges, earning him the title of the world's longest. It was a remarkable achievement for Jack, particularly as he has not always had he, yes. such a long penis. But this is where it gets great. While having an extra long penis might sound like a blessing, Jack did reveal that it has made some aspects of his life a bit harder. Unfortunately, my girlfriend broke up with me because I was just too big for her, he told reporters. <laughs> Finding a suitable partner is going to be pretty tough. <laughs> but hopefully there's a girl out there that can handle my penis. <laughs> well, I love, they do have, they have, uh, they have this sick, you know, the uh, the brackets around it. So we obviously said something else Yeah. besides my penis. Yeah, yeah, he did. yeah that's true. That is a substitute. 
uh, at a pref- press conference held after the measurement ceremony. Measurement ceremony. <laughs> measurement ceremony. Okay, everyone. We need you to take your seats. <laughs> We're going to raise the temperature in the room a little bit. We've got to put, put the robe on the ceremonial robe. I'm just, I'm just thrilled at this, as you can imagine. Was the mayor the there? Ceremony. Was there a, you know, a ribbon cutting or something? Yeah. This gave him the cotton to the city. <laughs> but then they also don't say who... They don't say Guinness or anything like that. They don't say who it is that's actually measuring this. <laughs> and determine. Like, that's why it's so weird. Yeah. I, I hope it's just his jack-off buddies. Like, we're going to have the ceremony. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is real. Like, I really don't. Uh, oh, come on. How could it not be real? <laughs> it's hard to... Uh... He's not always having a large penis. Yeah, it's just this one page. I don't think. I think this might be. Uh, the other page I find I this is. This might be fake news. It's from unitednews.org. Unitednews.org. How can that not be real? It. Oh, yeah, the radio station just references United News. This is great. Uh, yeah, perhaps it's. Okay, so real. apparently it clearly is fake news. <laughs> what? And there's four different versions of this circulating from different cities in different states, but the copy is the same everywhere. Ah, well. I just found a... So it's basically trying to get you to want to click on it because the biggest penis in the world is in your state. One of us fell for that. Illinois finally had something to be proud of. Our football team sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Our baseball team sucks. DeKalb invented barbed wire, so they claim. That's that's the only thing we got. (laughs) But we got Jack with a 20-inch dick (laughs) down in Bloomington. (laughs) (laughs) This has to be a parody video, but... (laughs) Oh, God. So I found this video on YouTube. Uh, it has the TLC like uh, logo in the corner, but it's called Well Hung, Living with the World's Largest Penis. And it's a documentary about this guy and how he struggles in life because he has the world's largest penis. So that's what I've seen. Yeah, that's the one I've seen. And I think this guy is real. And like doctors tell him... Yeah, like, like one of the lead uh, <laughs> articles is why is Roberto's penis so big? All you need to know. Ding dong. <laughs> this is the sun. <laughs> but I guess so this guy, and they show photos, like this is a photo, like this is where it ends. Like, oh, you, so you see on his, like it looks like he just has one leg that's fatter than the other. the kneecap for the listeners. But I guess he refuses, and he has to like cover it in towels. So I have seen that documentary too. And he refuses to get it shorter because he thinks it will like take away from his manhood. This is him measuring it in in socks. So he's got three socks that are covering it. I don't know if you can see that photo. Wait, what's this guy's name? Because I'm watching Roberto this video. Esquivel Cabara. He this guy's name is Jonah. Oh yeah. There yeah. Are too many, and, we, and we've got Jack. In oh, Illinois, this is hilarious. So. <laughs> I would like to be in the Guinness Book of Records, but they don't recognize this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they don't accept it. <laughs> no shit. No ceremony. No ribbon cutting. Uh, well, I, I think that's as good a place as any to end, unless uh, you guys have anything else you want to share. Oh, no. We, we, we didn't we talk get, about the beer of the week, though. We never discussed that. We didn't talk about the beer of the week. We didn't talk uh, uh, too much about um, the, the latest and greatest with our um, support organization and, and how things are going there. Uh, I've had a bad week with it, probably because Dion's out. So a, a lot of... 
a lot of that uh, shit pipe that usually goes on Dion was redirected toward me, and it's how does it feel get shit on your face? Uh, I feel like I, I feel like I might be coming out of it. I think we might get somewhere here at the end of the week, but um, other than that, uh, no details to share at this point. We'll let um, we'll let Dion share next week when when he's back. <clears throat> Did you have any vendor scum to share? Uh, not really. Not this week. No, quiet week. Slow week. It's you know summer. Everybody's taking yeah, time and yeah. doing what they got to do. I'm so. sorry you had a rough week, Steve, but it was nice of Ross to bring in some very very rare Bourbon County Stout for everyone here in the group. And I'm just sorry Dion won't get it next week. That's yeah, well, suck. Yeah. that's it was good. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ross. You guys are welcome. And I think I have like two or three more bottles. I'll I can bring them in tomorrow if you want. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Um, so we'll do that. Uh, uh, should thank Sean for introducing us to his brewer friend as well, because that oh, was yeah. uh, that was a good time. So we've had a we've had a good week from that perspective. Work wise, it's not been the best week, but other than that, it's it's been a pretty good week from a beer perspective. Good yeah. point. Thank you very You're much, welcome. Gavin. Well, thank you all for listening. We've been the Worldwide IT Guys. Uh, we will be back next week, and hopefully we will have a little bit more um, a little bit more on the evolution of transformation and support <laughs> and whatnot going around here. So thanks. Bye, everybody. Later. Later. Bye. So a large penis wasn't a good place to end? <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out this Harper's Magazine. Harper's? I'm trying to figure out if this is real or if it's supposed to be parody. They have a transcript of the jury selection in the Martin. Uh, this Scarly? Be, yeah, this has to be I, I thought you were still talking about the penis. I was like, why, was, oh, why would no, Harper's no, no, be no. writing about that? Yeah. It's like a, a nice <laughs> publication. Yeah, this has to be. I think this is parody, so never mind. Oh. If it was real, it would be hilarious. Well, you yeah. never know. That guy is fucking crazy. No, it's all jurors saying, like, I, yeah. I, you know, he just looks like a dick, so on and so forth. Uh, that could be real, too. <laughs> what he got, he only got like, oh, I don't know if they sent him yet, but they only, they didn't get him on some of the most serious charges, right? For the, this is the drug guy. Yeah. Pharma bro. <clears throat> yeah, it was charging ridiculous sums for. But that's, that wasn't even what he was uh, charged with. I mean, he was really charged with running a Ponzi scheme. And using the proceeds from jacking up that drug drug price, or at least the drug company that he founded and did that.